This year is brought to you by TorahWeb.org. Chazal famously tell us that Hakol Bidei Shamayim Chutz Shamayim that literally everything is in the hands of the Rabboni Shalom everything is a decree from heaven with the exception of Yeras Shamayim. This of course underscores the reality which we have all encountered intermittently although repeatedly throughout our lives but because it's been intermittent, there's always uh, plenty of opportunity to lose sight of that reality. But of course, now collectively, um, as individuals, but especially as a community, we're experiencing this sense of lack of, con- of control in an extremely intense way. We are often not in control of our own lives, of our own fate. And of course, this particular um, medical emergency which has literally closed down the world and uh, has taken away precious institutions that define the center and core of our Avodah Hashem um, is perhaps the most extreme example as a community um, of this reality of Hakol Bidei Shamayim that any of us have experienced before. At first glance, this statement is likely to exacerbate our anxiety to promote a further sense of pessimism. But in fact, actually, the statement is a very powerful perspective that is designed to engender a sense of amuna and bitachon, sense of faith, sense of optimism, sense of authentic control, if not of our fate, at least of our destiny, to use terminology that the Rav Zatal used many years ago. Collectively, and personally. And the reason for that is because the Chutz Meira Shamayim is not a Milsa Zutrati, it's not a small matter, it really constitutes the foundation and the core of our spiritual lives, of what makes halachic life meaningful, significant, the source of life itself. Indeed, strength, purpose of a Jew is to be found in the extent to which he can cultivate and internalize Yeras Shemayim. It defines our bond with the Rabboni Shalolam, which is what gives life itself value, again, personally and communally. When Avram Avinu passed the ultimate test of the Akedah, the response was, Atayadati kirei lokimata, belo bincha, and so on. Avram Avinu, of course, set the tone for the people. He was the Av Hamon Gayim, Maisa Avo Simon Labanim. His standard, he is the paradigm, his capacity to achieve or to attain Yerash Shemayim, his ultimate test of the Akedah, is something which has been an inspiration for all of us, all of his children and grandchildren, um, Ad Ladar Shalanu, to this very day. When Avram Ravinu wanted to dismiss a different culture, he wanted to reject it, and Avram Ravinu was a very cosmopolitan person. He interacted with everyone and had good relations with everyone. What he said was, Rak ein yiras elokim bamakom hazeh. As if to say, when there's no yiras Hashem, life is insignificant, not worth living. The Rambam in Hukas Torah, Perig Beis, Halacha Aleph and Beis, and in Sefer Mitzvos, right in the very beginning, after 
codifying the mitzvos of Mitzius Hashem and Yichud Hashem, the theological foundations and anchors of everything, turns to Yiras Hashem and Avas Hashem. As if to say that uh, next to theological belief itself, cultivating a proper perspective on what the purpose of life is, Yiras Hashem and Avas Hashem is the next most critical task that every Jew needs to internalize. And in Perik Beis, Silchus Yisraeli Torah, Halacha Aleph and Beis, the Rambam integrates Avas and Yiras Hashem in a manner that is atypical of his normal, of his normally discrete presentation of every single mitzvah. Rambam typically, in organized fashion, systematically, goes through every single one of the Tariyag mitzvahs, tells you what it is, and then he describes it, he codifies it, he gives you the details, and then he moves on to the next mitzvah. But when it comes to the second chapter of his work, right after talking about belief in Betzius Hashem and Yichud Hashem, when he turns to Ava and Yira, he says, Ezehu Ahavaso V'yiraso. And he quotes or invokes the psukim of Avas and Yiras Hashem together and then develops them together as if to convey that these are two sides of the same coin. The Ramban in his Perish on Yisro explains that Ase is do Chalosase because Ase accentuates Avas Hashem and Losase Yiras Hashem. But obviously an understanding of the Taryag Mitzvos, especially according to the model of Ramach Ebarim and Shas Hagidim, the holistic health of the entire body politic of Kal Yisrael and of every individual Jew, establishes that Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem each represents a necessary component. Each is a different side of the same coin. So when Chazal tell us that Chutz Yiras Shamayim, that we are in control of Yiras Shamayim, not a small matter. It's not as if most things, the things that matter are things that we are spectators with respect to. And, you know, we have some consolation prize, Yiras Elokim, Yiras Shemayim. It's quite the opposite. What we're being told is that we control our destiny in the way that matters the most. Indeed, again, that other culture that was completely antithetical to Yiras Elokim is a culture whose existence is mutually exclusive with Klal Yisrael's existence. Velo Yarei Elokim, of course, referring to Amalek, is what establishes Macho Timcha. The reason we have to constantly keep in mind the deficiency of Amalek is because Yaras Elokim is the centerpiece of our lives. So if it's true that one cannot control external circumstances and forces that some Sometimes invade and sometimes take over our lives, personally or communally. Still, more importantly, the lifelong investment in Avodah Hashem, uh, the investment in Torah and Bitzvos and in the Hashkafa that results from those values, that investment is something which creates a persona of Oved Hashem, allowing him to withstand, to fortify, and to respond in constructive halachic way to the challenges, even the seemingly out-of-control challenges that he experiences. The halachic norm defines not only what he does, but the way that he channels, the way that he processes, the way that he responds 
to every kind of challenge. And this, of course, was the basis for spiritual heroism, which has a long and rich and inspirational history throughout the history of Klal Yisrael, most recently in things like the Shoah. But throughout history, when Jews, when Jewish communities faced difficult times, they were able to muster a certain incredible uh, measure of spiritual heroism because of this chutz meir shemaim, because of the investment that they made in avodas Hashem and in a perspective towards Amuna and Bitachon and Sarah, etc. During an Ace Tzara, this is particularly tested, but during an Ace Tzara, we also um, engage in communal and individual self-discovery. We find out what it is that means most to us, what are the things that mean most to us, what are the things that are most precious to us, things that we typically um, take for granted when they're taken away from us. The acute sense of loss um, is something which often is um, extremely um, spiritually um, significant. It refines our own understanding, our self-understanding as individuals um, and as a community. I think the response to the shutting down of shuls, to the closing of Bate Medrash, to the inability to go to Shiurim, where we could see a Nechar, Roo, Sesmaracha, not through the computer screen alone, although that's quite an amazing, you know, I guess second best, but it is a far second to the real thing, uh, being in the presence of, of Arabeim and Talmidim, um, the sense of, of, of loss and the sense of, um, you know, even being desolate, you know, that we've lost these things, I think has surprised many um, in our community. Um, the tenacious way that people, you know, were hanging on to, you know, the possibility of minyanim and smaller minyanim, uh, in a way, was very um, inspirational. And even as we follow policies, Vinishmartim Sechem, that are incumbent upon us as individuals, as a community, and our sense of responsibility has to be paramount, um, we should appreciate and we should be heartened, we should be encouraged, even inspired um, by the tenacious way that people are trying to continue their learning, their chabrusas, their tefillah, trying to add to their tefillah, um, etc. And uh, the same is true on the level of chesed, the way that people are trying to help each other, uh, people of different generations, vulnerable populations that need help. All of this uh, sense of self-discovery um, is part of the chutz miyura shamayim, which in the end is an investment um, in the core makeup of our individual and our collective status as Ovdei Hashem. The Gemar Masachet Yoma, towards the end, has a very famous comment about tshuva. The Gemar there says that tshuva me'ahava, is uh, very singular and unique because it takes donos and it turns them into schuyos. Of course, that's a fascinating idea um, <clears throat> and it's been interpreted in various different ways. Um, I personally find very compelling the idea that this statement is not mystical in the least. It's extremely rational um, and as I say, I think it's very compelling. The idea is that when a person is alienated or estranged from things that define who he is, uh, the things that give meaning to his life, even if he was previously unaware of the role or the prominence or, or the core role 
that these things played, this uh, sense of alienation and discovery, self-discovery, uh, when it's taken away from him, in the case of Chuba, when a person feels distant from the Rabbanu Shalom, and he feels cut off from the source of what makes life meaningful, in the end of the day, that can be a catalyst, that can be an educational self-discovery, right, which in the end leads to skuyos. And the same is true in any Eistzara. We don't look for Eistzara. We certainly want to neutralize them and get past them um, as rapidly as possible. And I'd say we need to practice um, individual and communal responsibility. But in the sense that the Yerushamayim component, the opportunity to really um, introspect and to try to define, put our finger on what it is that's meaningful in our lives, our relationships, our learning, our tefillah, our communal obligations, our tzedakah, our chesed, all of that uh, ends up being um, at least a constructive way, a positive way to respond and to react in trying times. The Rav Zatzal famously um, explained in Kol Dodi Dofeik that while we avoid um, issues of theodicy, meaning trying to find out exactly why um, these challenging things happen to us, the halacha always promotes what he called the normative response, for us to look at ways to capitalize on an Eistzara in order to look deeply within ourselves um, and to progress um, as Ovdei Hashem. And I think that um, um, the greater depth of appreciation, uh, because we've been suffering a sense of alienation, stripped from precious, impactful, defining institution aspects of our lives, um, is promoting exactly that. And um, that in the end, is at least a constructive way to spend the time, um, even as we're being responsible, um, to go forward. I'd like to conclude just with a comment of the Arachayim uh, HaKadosh, <clears throat> last week's Parsha, Parsha's Kisisa, which um, is definitely not Pshuto Shomikra, I think even the Arachayim would agree, but I think is a very um, uh, fascinating comment, and also one which um, is typical of the Arachayim's thinking, and the kind of inspirational messages, you know, um, that spiritual messages that he was known for. Referring to the Pasuk um, in Periklamid in Kisisa, um, referring to the Machsa Shekel, Zegit <clears> nu, kol hoveyer ala pekudim Machsa Shekel, b'shekel ha-kodesh, esrum geila ha-shekel, Machsa Shekel truma la-shem, the Arachayim says <clears throat> that the word Zegit nu, that the Zeh, is actually a reference to the Pasuk in Yehoshua. Um, so the Zeh Yitnu, says the Arachayim, is particularly focused on the capacity of Limud Torah at a time of transgression or a time of crisis, that's his take on the Talmud Torah 
keneged hakol or keneged kulam. Vafilo hayu bidei adam averus rabos zos hatorah leola lemincha. Of course, based on the Gemara in the end of Menachos, lemincha lechatos leasham kilu hikriv kolak rabanos amechaprim. Bu omro kolak over alapekudim shehem amitzvos zei yolacha letikun kol davar. So, in addition to the beautiful inspirational comment that he makes, I think the idea that uh, Talmud Torah in particular is something which we should be reinforcing during these times, because Talmud Torah is the source for our Yeras Shamayim. In Buriare Chet, in Amaaretz Chasid, it's precisely the values that we internalize when we learn, and we learn, you know, in all sorts of different ways, whether it's, again, Parsha Sashavua, or Gemara Bekiyus, or Gemara Be'iyun, or Nach, or whatever it is, it's precisely these values that really strengthen who we are, allowing us to process those things that certainly are out of our control, but allowing us to maintain control where it's most important, and that is in our response and the kind of people that we are. And therefore, I wish everybody uh, good health. Um, we should try to maximize our tfilos, our Talmud Torah, in this challenging time. And we should do it with a sense of tikva, of optimism, um, of bitachon in Ashkachas Hashem, again, with full responsibility, but at the same time, with a sense of resolve and with a sense of confidence based exactly on this principle. Hakol is bidei shamayim. That's good too, because once you have your shamayim, you realize that the hakol bidei shamayim is also a reflection and a manifestation of Ashkachas Hashem. And the reason for that is chutz mi because of the kind of people that we are, the kind of people that we continue to become, people who are worthy um, to carry the mantle of Avram Avinu, Ati Adati Thank you.